So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody, welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson. You are in for an amazing show. I brought my guru, Baja, uh, everything about private money in the self-directed space, my good friend, and I almost would call him a mentor too because he's taught me so much about where the money's at, uh, my good friend, Edwin Kelly. So Edwin, welcome to the show, brother. Corey, it is so exciting to be here. I always love hanging out with you, brother, even if it's virtual. Right? <laughs> That's how we do it. Hey, we got a good show, so uh, let's get to it. You know, Edwin, a lot of people don't even understand like the power that is out there when you when we talk about private money, right? Where most people store their wealth, and 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 I think most people understand this, but they didn't know that they it's in IRAs. It's in their IRA. They're self directed or not not self-directed, but IRAs, and they have no idea that they can use that money to actually do real estate and invest with people like me. Like, yeah. That's that's crazy, dude. Yeah, it is. It is. But we're going to change all that today, aren't we? That's the whole goal. So I'm just going to I'm going to open this up to you and let you just take it away. I know you've got a, a presentation prepared. And uh, before we start, though, just give everybody a little bit about your background, who you are, your company, and uh, why we should be paying attention. Yeah, so um, so uh, my name is Edwin, as Corey so kindly indicated there, and uh, I am CEO and founder of Specialized IRA Services, as well as Specialized Trust Company, and we are a self-directed uh, retirement account provider. And we'll talk more about what that means and, and why that's important to you, but just know to implement the strategies that we're educating and sharing with you today uh, that you're going to need a self-directed retirement account provider on your team, right? So this is kind of another team member that you're going to add to implement the stuff that, that we're sharing now. Perfect. Love it. Fair enough. Yep. Go ahead. You All can, right. You can, you can hit the share button, dude, and let's get to it. All right. So share screen. Here we go. All right. Can you see that okay, Corey? Oh, yeah. It's perfect, brother. All right. All right. Perfect. So, so here's what we're going to talk about. And we're going to kind of talk about two sides of this. Uh, today, but what we're going to talk about is how to create a fortune, build a real estate empire using your IRA or someone else's IRA, right? So there's a couple, a couple different ways that we can use this. Now, whoops, let me make sure I can advance the next slide here. There we go. Okay. So this is uh, this is the disclosure that you can see here that my legal team makes me pick up every time I talk about any of this stuff. So now that I've shared that with you, let's move on to the good stuff. So here's what we're going to talk about. You know, you're, we're, we're, you're about to discover the gargantuan opportunity that is directly in front of us right now. I'm going to share with you the problem that only we can solve. And when I say we, I mean, you know, uh, you as an investor 
and us as, as a retirement account provider. Um, I'm going to show you your competition. Now, if you're looking at this from a, a standpoint of raising money, this is your competition. If you haven't stepped into the self-directed retirement world yet, this is, these might be some of the things that you're doing currently. We're going to show you how these things work. Um, I'm going to walk you through uh, uh, and share a couple case studies with you, the difference between a couple of investors uh, and how private money played a huge, significant role in their lives. And best of all, I'm going to show you how to implement all this stuff right now here today. So let's just jump into it. The question is, who needs cash? Amen. Well, at, right, as investors, we all need cash at, at, at different times and when we're trying to fund projects. So if you need cash, you need to go where the cash is. Now, I'm going to dispense with all the different places you can go to get cash and the pluses and minuses of all of them. We're just going to cut to the chase for purposes of this module and talk about the retirement opportunity. Okay, so, so what you see here on the screen is off to the left, there's a chart, and this is produced, uh, you can see, uh, we, I source everything that I do, and you can see the source here is the Investment Company Institute. Now, the Investment Company Institute is a financial research organization, they're a nonprofit, uh, and, they, and they publish a lot of terrific information. So one of the things that they publish uh, is, is the size of the retirement industry in terms of dollars held inside of retirement accounts. And that's what this chart here is talking about. So let me give you some numbers when I talk about the opportunity. If, if you're looking to raise money, you've got to go where the money is. Well, in 2017, there was $24.7 trillion, that's trillion with a T, capital T, by the way, inside of retirement accounts. Now, in 2018, that number grew to $25.3 trillion. And the reality is, is that every single year, the number continues to grow in terms of the retirement industry. The reason why that is, is because when somebody starts a job or they, they have a, a job uh, at most companies, most companies offer some sort of retirement plan. And so every week, right, people are depositing money into that retirement account. And it happens week after week after week. And so there's just constantly a new flow of funds coming into retirement accounts all the time. And that's why that, that's one of the reasons why that number continues to grow. Now, here's the question. How much of this is self-directed? And when I mean self-directed, here's what I mean by, in case self-direction is new to you. Self-directed is where you have a retirement account, and we refer to this as a self-directed retirement account. And that self-directed retirement account allows you to invest in anything that the government allows you to invest in. So in other words, if you have a retirement account through your employer, say a 401k company sponsored plan, they're going to limit you to like five or 10 mutual fund options that they show you. If you had a retirement account at a bank or a brokerage, they're going to limit you to stocks, bonds, mutual funds, and CDs. But the reality is, and I'll show you this in a little bit, is that you can invest in, in all, virtually anything that you can imagine, okay, as so long as the government allows it. And so a self-directed retirement account is, uh, what makes it a self-directed retirement account is the company that holds your retirement account. So you see right here, it says specialized IRA services. What we specialize in doing is allowing you to invest, uh, opening up a retirement account, moving money into it, and then allowing you to invest in anything allowed by the government. Okay, so there's no, we don't put restrictions on you like the banks or brokerages or your company sponsored 401k plan. That's the difference. That's what a self-directed retirement account is. So this is the numbers, 25.3 trillion, for all retirement accounts, how much of that do you think might be self-directed at this time? Well, I'm going to show you the number. $500 billion is the estimate. It's a drop in the bucket. 
And there's a couple reasons for that. But here's the main reason. The main reason is that nobody really knows that you can even do this stuff. And, and so when you realize and when other people realize that there are, are alternatives to the stock market, that you can diversify your retirement account. Uh, people are all about that. They're looking for alternatives. They just don't know if one exists sometimes. They don't hear about this uh, as much as they should. And, and therefore, you know, the numbers in, in retirement accounts right now that are self-directed, truly self-directed, uh, are pretty small by comparison. But just like that top number grows, guess what? The bottom number is growing too. So more and more money is coming into self-directed retirement accounts each and every day. And, um, and so we see those numbers growing, which is really, really exciting. But that's the opportunity because people are looking for some options. So now here's the interesting thing. Again, to give you a perspective, one of the challenges when people start talking about private money is that, and so by the way, just to, just to kind of clarify this point, if you have a retirement account, you can self-direct your retirement account. You may not be able to self-direct it where it's at, but you can move that retirement account without tax and penalty and then uh, self-direct into anything that you choose. If you're out raising private money, one of the challenges with private money is finding it, right? Because most Americans don't have a lot of discretionary income or money sitting around. However, again, when you look at the retirement industry, there's $25.3 trillion in retirement accounts. How many retirement accounts do you think there are? Well, here's the answer. 172 million Americans have retirement accounts. So literally, if, if, when, when, the, when we have this conversation about private money, there might be 1% of the U.S. population that has money set aside that they can actually invest, right? Because most people today are, are trying to make it from paycheck to paycheck. They're living month by month. But when you realize that you can self-direct your retirement account or help someone else self-direct their retirement account, you go from 1% of the population to about 70% of the U.S. adult population. About Man, Edwin, that's such a big deal, right? Because like, We've talked about this before in that, um, you know, there's a lot of people that have actually even 401ks set inside with their companies. And a lot of people don't even know that they can do this is that a lot of times they have regulations that allow them to move their money from a, their 401k to a self-directed uh, IRA or just we'll call it an IRA for all purposes sooner before they're even retired. So they can access that money in a different way so they don't have to be in their sponsored plan because most people don't have cash. That just that's a nobody has cash, but they have money in their IRA or their 401k or some government sponsored company plan. Right. It's huge. And, and, it's huge. And, and let me tell you something else, Corey, just to, again to give people a perspective that the average transfer rollover that we see into specialized right now today is about $100,000 per account. Now, some people start with less, right? They have less money saved. Some people have more. But a true average is probably about $100,000. So if you think about it, if you're an investor and you're trying to fund a million-dollar project, as an example, you may only be looking for five to 10 IRA investors. I mean, we're not talking about huge numbers here, right? And, And that's the exciting thing about it. And this is one of the reasons why so many people are beginning to turn to self-directing as a solution to funding projects, funding uh, you know businesses and private equity, funding real estate transactions and apartment buildings and all these really cool things that you're allowed to do with a retirement account. Yeah, totally get it. So like I said, that 172 million uh, equals about 67% of all adult Americans that have a retirement account. So here, here's kind of the takeaway 
when I talk about the opportunity. If I were to boil this down real simply, if, if you're an investor and you're looking for cash, right, which was the question, if you need cash, if you're looking for cash, the cash, as you can see, is in retirement accounts. And most adult Americans have a retirement account. So now all of a sudden you realize the money is all around you, right? The money is plentiful. So yes. the money is there. So again, where are we headed? That's kind of where we've been. That's where we're at. But where are we headed? Well, here's what I believe to be true. And this is what several other uh, folks in the industry think, is that we're going to see a trillion dollars, one trillion dollars in the next decade come into self-directed accounts. But what's going to make that partly possible is the conversation that you and I are having right now. Because what it takes to bring that money into the industry is that people need to see investment opportunities that appeal to them, right? right? And they're looking for solid investments. They're looking for things that cash flow because that's the whole premise of retirement. What allow, if you boil retirement down, it's very simple. You just need enough money coming in to pay the bills every month. When you have enough money coming in from sources other than your job, you can stop working, right? It's that simple. The problem is, is that the stock market by nature is not designed to generate an ink and consistent, predictable monthly income for people. That's not what it does. But real estate does that. Yes. And so that's why people are looking to real estate as an alternative, right? So, so because of the drivers, because of the money, and think about this. Like I said, it, the, the, money, it, the, the numbers are going up significantly every year in terms of money coming into retirement accounts. So even in the next 10 years, if we bring in a trillion dollars into the self-directed retirement account industry, realize that's still a drop in the bucket compared to the overall market, right? So a trillion dollars is a lot of money to you and I as investors, but it's not a lot of money in terms of the total piece of the pie, right? It's right. a very small number still. So, so that's really the opportunity in a nutshell is to get in front of this tsunami of money that is looking for places to invest and diversify away from the stock market. As an investor, you get to participate in that, right? This is kind of the, the holy grail of private money, if you will. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt, Edwin, like that's that's a real thing, man. Like there is all the money right there. I used to think, oh, you know, where's the money at, right? Uh, but it's it's all around us, everywhere. It is. It absolutely is. So so let's talk about this. So I I said I would show you your competition now, but by way of context, and and I'll share with you that I've I you know I have had these conversations. I've been in the business for uh, quite a long time, and. What, what I've seen is, is, is a shift in the conversation. So it used to be that when the stock market took a nosedive, everybody was looking for an alternative. And we'd open up a lot of self-directed accounts and a lot of money would come in. And then when the stock market started to go up, people would slow down and they wouldn't open up accounts anymore. But what we've actually seen is a shift in that because there's been people who have been through enough market cycles that what ends up happening is what they want to do is, they, and this is kind of the conversation, they say, well, you know what? I was up last year, but if I don't get out of the market or take some of my money out of the market and do something else with it, then I know it's going to go down again, and then I'm going to, it's all going to get taken away from me. Yeah. So no matter if the market does well or the market doesn't do well, people have gotten to a point where they realize they understand how the market works, and they understand that the market alone is not a viable strategy for them, or that's a conclusion they've drawn for themselves. Yeah. So when they draw that conclusion for themselves, what's happening is they are looking for alternatives. Now, here's, here's one reason why, and, and here's what it really boils down to. I can boil the whole conversation why people need an alternative, like real estate, as part of their portfolio, because of this, okay? 
IRAs have been around for a long, long time. And a few years ago, the Social Security Administration commissioned a study. And what they said was, is that, hey, look, you know, retirement accounts have existed for a long time. Conventional wisdom has been around for a long time in terms of what we've told people to do. And we want to know how that worked out. Well, what did they tell us to do? Well, what, they, what the government basically advocated was, right, go to school, get a good job, participate in a company-sponsored 401k plan, right, and then yep. give it enough time. And when you're ready to stop working, everything's going to be all right, right? I mean, that's effectively what that's, they told us. That's what they, yep, that's what they told us. So, so then they went back and said, okay, now how has that worked out over a long period of time for people, right? Because now we have a long period of time since the 70s, right, when, when, I, when retirement accounts were introduced, as we understand them today. And so uh, here's what they found. According to the study, only five in 100 people were financially secure by age 65. Five out of 100. 5% of Americans were financially secured. 95% of Americans failed to create any kind of financial wealth or financial security during their lifetime. Now, the question is, why is that? Well, here's the answer. There's three forces working against people, and we're going to focus on two of them for today's purposes. I'm just going to touch on, on the third one. But it's basically uncertainty and unpredictability as it relates to people's investments, expensive loads, fees, and commissions. And then the last one is taxes, right? Taxes are extremely punitive to wealth creation. So we have to have a plan to manage taxes. So let's just touch on these real fast, okay? And this is why I say, if you're an investor out raising capital, you want to understand and know your competition. If you're more someone who says, I'm looking for real estate projects or investment options to invest my own account in, this might be why you're, you're looking for these alternatives and I can help you kind of frame this out and understand it. So when people invest, they typically do one of two things. Now, this is definitely true inside of a retirement account, but it's pretty much true outside of a retirement account, unless you're self-directing or you're doing stuff like what Corey's doing, right? So, so people put their money in one of two things. The first one is something referred to as, you know, fixed income or, you know, uh, non-variable like NAV type of stuff. What, what does all that mean? It basically means that people are putting their money in something like a CD or a money market fund, right? Yep. And so, so what I did here was I just went out to pull rates on CDs. And you can see here that if you were to lock, if, let's just assume you had $100,000 in a retirement account, or you're talking to an investor who has $100,000 in a retirement account. If they put their money in a CD and they were willing to lock it up in a CD for about a year, you can see they get 0.02 to 0.05% on the money, right? Less than 1%. Right? And less than 1%. Okay. Nobody can retire on that. As a matter of fact, the problem is they're not even keeping up with inflation, right? And, and so this is the problem. Now, just so you know, I'm not trying to like you know, spin anything here. And, and to prove that point, you can see this is from Chase Bank themselves. And I, and I didn't pull the, the page up that says Chase's crappiest rates for their customers. I right. pulled the page that said their greatest rates. Their for their great rates. Point <laughs> 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 0.02 and 0.05. <laughs> I mean, this is as good as it gets. Now, that's one thing that people do, right? If they're not doing this, which they don't make any money on, so now they're going to try to make money. They're going to do something else and they go to the stock market. Now, the stock market has gotten a lot of publicity, and I'm glad the market has done well because that helps a lot of Americans, right? It's a great thing that it happens. But the problem is the market doesn't always do well, as we all know. And so the, the, the stories have been in the last 12 to 18 months that there's been record highs set. Well, the problem is when, when there's record highs, what follows record highs? Record declines, right? And so right. that, 
flip side of the equation and they come with no warning, which is why people get, 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 you know, set back, wiped out those kinds of things. And, and not only that, then you've not even talked about the emotional factor, right? Because yeah. I think that it, when, as when I was a financial advisor, Edwin, I would see this all the time is the market's doing fine. And as soon as it crashes, people's emotion um, now overwhelm them and they do not make rational decisions at that point. And they basically they sell at the bottom and they buy back when it's high. They buy high and sell low, which is the opposite of what we're supposed to do in investing. Yeah. And, and the problem, I mean, Corey, you nailed it. I mean, the, the way you get rich in the stock market is to buy low and sell high. And that sounds pretty obvious, except that nobody does it. No, no one does not it. That's her behavior, because to your point, people get driven by emotions, and it's hard not to when you have these wild swings. You're freaking out when you when you lose half your wealth in one day, you're like, hit the sell button. I don't want to lose any more. And then the next day it goes back up, and you would have got your wealth back, but you sold, right? Yep. And 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 so that it's a vicious cycle. And listen, unless you're really a professional, man, that's just it's just it's a it's a basket case, and I think people just don't trust the stock market because they don't understand it. Yeah, I, I, and that's the reality of it. And here's here, here. Let me tell you something else that I've learned. It's really hard to create any kind of sustainable long-term wealth if you don't understand what the heck you're doing. And a lot of people don't understand the market. In fact, most people who invest in the market don't understand the market. In fact, it's interesting. There's a famous story which I won't spend any time on, but just to mention it, you know, uh, old man Kennedy was getting his shoe shine back before the big crash, right, in the 30s. And what ended up happening was he was sitting there and uh, getting his shoe shine one day, and the shoe shine boy was uh, talking to him about what he was buying stocks in. And as the story goes, Kennedy realized, oh my gosh, if this guy is buying stocks and playing the market, then people don't even know how the market works and all these things are going on. And at that point, he made the decision to cash out of the market and go into real estate. Now, the Kennedy is a very the Kennedys are a very wealthy family, right? They have a dynasty, but but it's interesting. They cashed out of the market way back when, based on people getting involved in the market who didn't know what was going on. What do we see today, right? Most people who are invested in the market don't know how the market works. So, point is, is that when you invest in the stock market, and here's a here's a takeaway that we can all agree to: what goes up must come down. USA Today wrote an article on it this year, and, and you can see it right here in the newspaper. But uh, the, the reality is, is that when you step into the stock market, you introduce something called volatility, right? And volatility is what throws off people's investments. That's the bottom line. It throws off return and everything else. So either they're in fixed income that's not making any money, or that they go the other route, which is the stock market, and now you got volatility, right? Right. So that's the investment problem that people face. Because most people are looking for income. Like when they're close to retirement, I mean, they're in a wealth building phase. But once they get closer to retirement, what they really want is to take that money they've saved up and turn it into income, consistent yeah. income. And that's the volatility of the market doesn't allow that. No. Very well. It, it, yeah. Not, not really. Not at all. In fact, I don't know one person who retired on mutual funds, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, I mean, I've been around this business a long time, and you and I both used to sell mutual funds, right? But, but I don't know one person who actually retired on mutual funds. Yeah. Because it, because when you get to that point of income, which we're not going to get into all that today, we don't have time. But but again, 
retirement is simple. You need something that produces consistent, predictable monthly income for you. That's yep. what. That's really what we're not, retirement is all about. It's that simple. So, so that's the investment problem. Now, problem number two is uh, the problem of expensive loads, fees, and commissions. So let's assume that, you, you know, you, by the way, we're going to go back to the Investment Company Institute because they're the financial research organization that I pull, pull so much research from. And what this chart is talking about here is front-end sales load. So if you had a retirement account at a bank or brokerage, you were moved to another bank or brokerage, right? You pay, you can pay upfront loads, fees, and commissions. You pay ongoing fees. And, and, and so the question is, well, what do those fees look like? Because most people don't know. And the reason why they don't know what those fees look like is because when you get your statement every quarter or every year, it doesn't actually line item out the fees that you paid during the year, right? So people have no idea what they're really paying in dollars and cents. So the ICI was kind enough to kind of put this together for us. So basically, here's what it says. With a $100,000 IRA, if you were to switch from one bank or brokerage to another, you could pay upfront fees, loads, and commissions of $5,400 and ongoing fees on average of about $1,500 a year according to the ICI. That's so now, absolute truth, Edwin. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you and I both know it because this is, I mean, we, we, we used to get paid off this stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how we got paid. Growth Fund of America, 5.75. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean this, yeah. this, these are the numbers, but people have no idea. So, so let me put this in dollars and cents. Wow. If you have money in a retirement account, you were to move it to a, a traditional type of financial institution, you could pay up to $6,900 your first year, according to the ICI, right? So think about that for a second. If you step into the stock market, the stock market has to go up $7,000 for you to get to zero, right? So you start to see the problem. We've got this volatility of the market, and then we got expensive loads, fees, and commissions. You've not made any money yet. Yeah, exactly. You're starting from behind. Right? So, so, so So people are starting behind the eight ball. Now, if it, now let's say you actually make some money after all of this. What happens to those lucky folks? They get to pay taxes. <laughs> that's, that's the reward for getting through this quagmire and making some money after all this. Now you get to pay taxes. Again, for, for, for purposes of, of today, I'm not going to spend too much time on taxes, believe it or not, but I just want you to realize what was impacting people in this social security study and taxes was one of them. Because when you and I earn income, and that's what's called earned income, right? We trigger different taxes. Federal, by the way, if anybody's paying attention to the tax brackets and the changes that were, were enacted in 2018, you all know that the tax bracket is, the, the, the tax brackets that I'm showing here were previous tax brackets, they're actually lower. Now, the reason, and I'm very aware of that, by the way, but the reason why I didn't change, and actually, Corey, believe it or not, you know what, I did change, I updated this when they when they updated the tax brackets, and I put the new lower numbers in there. Right. And then went back and I put it back to the original numbers. Now, the reason why I put it back to the original numbers is because as soon as they enacted those, those, those tax reductions in, in the brackets, guess what the next conversation was coming out of D.C.? We need to undo these and raise taxes. So the reality is, I don't know how long <laughs> those t- those lower tax limits will be in effect. So I just left it alone. Okay. Yeah. So we're yeah, because just- you're going to be either from 25 to 39.6, or it could be lower. Depends. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Consult your CPA. Exactly. But we're all exactly. going to pay taxes. So 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 we trigger federal taxes. The point we trigger state, unless you live in one of the four or five states in the United States that doesn't have a state income tax, um, local income tax. Medicare, Social Security, 
right? So to put this again in dollars and cents, if you made $100,000 this year, you could pay to various taxing agencies $42,200. Now, think about that. that money. That, 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 that is your money. You went out and earned it, whether it was through investing activities, whether it was through you know, employment, however you earn your money, it's your money, right? And yet the government is taking a, a, a big chunk of it. And so when you combine these three forces at work, right, you've got fixed income that's not paying anything, you've got volatility, right, in the stock market, yep. you've got expensive loads, fees, and commissions, and if you make any money, the government rewards you with taxes, right? What does the average American's retirement plan look like today? Well, I'm going to show it to you. Welcome to Walmart, okay? How and may I, I help you? Yeah. I don't mean to make light of it, right? This is not a joke. This is real life. This is what's happening to Americans today. And it's sad that when you and I walk into a Walmart, that we are greeted by people who shouldn't have to work anymore, but they don't understand how this stuff works. They don't know what happened to them, right? And, yeah. and so why people people continue to work into retirement age, right? So 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 the, the economy and the, the 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 country we live in has shifted because of these three things. And that's why I say it's no wonder that families today can't seem to get ahead. But what I want you to know is that this has happened to you or someone you love, it's not their fault because nobody takes the time to educate us and break us break this stuff down for us. Okay. Yeah. Why we're here in, in this section. So in terms I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. I'm just going to give you a quick intro, but here's the reality of it. I, I've been in this industry for over 23 years. Uh, like I said, I'm founder and CEO of Specialized IRA Services and Specialized Trust Company. We are a self-directed provider. So if you want to get control over your retirement account and invest in things allowed by the government, like real estate and everything that Corey's teaching you, then, then you need to have a self-directed account and you need to get that through a self-directed provider like Specialized, right? So that's one of, that's a team member you're going to need on your team. Absolutely. Now, because we're kind of talking about two things, we're talking about how to do this yourself in your own retirement account, as well as use other people's retirement accounts from a private money source, right? What, I, what I'll share with you is that I've been doing this like every day, my entire life for the last 23 years, uh, you know, educating people and showing them how to uh, invest and self-direct. And, and that's what I'm showing you here today is, is exactly how to do this. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. I just showed you the problem. The question is, is there a solution? Is there a better way to do this? And in fact, the answer is yes. Now, here's the really cool thing about it. Creating wealth is not complicated. I can't tell you it's always easy, but I can tell you it's not complicated. As a matter of fact, if you do three things, okay, you can create wealth. Here's what the three things are. First of all, eliminate taxes. I mean, think about that. If you got to keep the $42,000 that you gave to the government last year or this year, if you make hundred k Think about how, how better off you'd be if you got to keep the $42,000, right? You're getting ahead of the eight ball, that's for sure. Right. So, so, so the easiest way to reduce, defer, or eliminate taxes altogether is using a retirement account. Now, there's different kind of retirement accounts out there so uh, with different tax benefits, but I'm just going to leave it at that for right now. Eliminate, reduce, manage taxes, right, will help you make a lot more money, keep a lot more money, and thus you will create more wealth as a result. Second thing, eliminate expensive loads, fees, and commissions. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people love self-directing. It's not just that they get control of their money. It's not just that they can invest in things that are more predictable, certain, and secure. It's that they save money instantly on fees when they go to self-direct their account. 
So you saw what um, the ICI said that the traditional financial institutions charge, a self-directed retirement account in terms of fees is probably a third to a half of what you'd pay at a bank or brokerage. Okay. Yeah. Instant saving on fees, instant savings on fees. Uh, fees are, pay, I, get, I tell you what the fees are, but it, it depends on the account and that kind of thing. So if you have questions, you can call Specialized. They'll go over the fee schedule. As a matter of fact, our fee schedule is actually on the website. So we are front and center about everything. I believe my philosophy is, and this is what I found, founded the company under, is that if you're going to if you're going to pay for a service, you have every right to know what you're paying for, right? And what you're paying. So, so, so we are upfront about the fees and we're very proud of the fee schedule because we do save people a ton of money when it comes to self-directing. So that's the second thing. Third thing, eliminate uncertainty, eliminate uncertainty in your investments. And the best way to eliminate uncertainty is by investing in things that you believe will be more predictable, certain, and secure, right? That's yeah. what you're, and, and so many, many, many clients find that through real estate investing, right? That's how most of the 1%, the top 1%, uh, 74% of the top 1% wealthiest people in this country made their money, got into the top 1% one of two ways, owning a business or investing in real estate. Those are the two ways. 74% of the time, the wealthy fall into one of those two categories, okay? That's so, amazing. That's a great statistic, by the way. Yeah. And see, I don't try to, I, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel, right? Yeah. I just look at what works and I just do it. Yeah, me too. Me too, brother. <laughs> so, so there you have it. You do those three things, you will create wealth. Okay. Now I'm going to explode a myth. And that myth is because people will say, well, I get that you're talking about, I, I understand the problem, right? I see it clearly now. I get you say I can do these things, but I've been told I can't, I can't actually invest in real estate. I can't do these things inside of an IRA. I've been told that's, a, that's illegal, right? And you will hear that. You will typically hear it from financial advisors. You can hear it from banks. You can hear it from CPAs and attorneys. But again, if you want to know what the rules are when it comes to something, we've got to go back to the group that, that enforces all the rules on these things, right? Right. So here's the thing. If we're talking about enforcing the rules on IRAs, then what we're talking about is, is you got to go to the source. So if you want to ask the question, is it really legal to buy real estate in an IRA? Then we have to go to the source. And yep. the enforcement agency for retirement accounts is the IRS, right? And this is their website, as you can see right here, IRA FAQs regarding investments. Now there's a question, you know, are there anything like that, that I, that are there any restrictions on investments? Yes, there are some restrictions, but then what happens is, the IRS was kind enough to give us an example right here on their website. And, and here's what it said. <laughs> I'll highlight this for you. It says, IRA trustees are permitted to impose additional restrictions on investments. Now, let's stop there for a second. I'm going to break that down for you. An IRA trustee is a financial institution that holds your retirement account. Merrill right. Lynch. Right, uh, Merrill Lynch. Edward Chase. Jones, Chase. Yes, all of them. And what this is saying is that the government wrote the rule book and they allow us to do all kinds of things. But just because they allow us to do all kinds of things doesn't mean that a company who offers retirement services has to allow us to, to, to do everything. That's why they're allowed to put restrictions on investments. Now, they can't go beyond the rules, right? That's called breaking the law. But they are allowed to restrict things that they allow clients to do, right? So let's move on. For example, because of administrative burdens to the IRA trustee, okay, 
Many IRA trustees do not permit IRA owners to invest IRA funds in real estate. But now look at this last sentence, okay? I underlined it for you. IRA law does not prohibit investing in real estate, but trustees are not required to offer real estate as an option. So the IRS spells out front and center on their website that yes, you, in fact, you and I can do this all day long, but that won't stop people from saying that you can't. You just got to send them back to the source, which in this case is the IRS. Yes. So let me share with you why uh, private money is so important as you begin to build your investment portfolio. Now there's different sources of capital out there. Like I said, I'm, and I'm not knocking any of them, but I just do want to share with you why you want to incorporate private money as a part of your capital structure, okay? Mm-hmm. So I wanna introduce you to two investors. First one is Gary from Akron, Ohio. Now here's what happened with Gary. He started a self-directed Roth IRA back in 2004 with $4,000. He had no retirement account set up at that time, so this was his first, okay? And, and, I'm, and I'm not gonna go through all the details of how we put this together, but I'm gonna give you a high level here. Now he wanted to, again, stop working And so what he decided to do was buy rental properties in his IRA so he could spend all the money tax-free. However, he only had $4,000 in the account. So one of the little-known rules or secret to the IRA investing is that if you don't have enough money in your account to do a transaction, you're allowed to borrow it. And that's exactly what Gary did. So he started using other people's IRA money to act as the bank to fund the purchase of the real estate inside of his Roth IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, here's the interesting thing about it. Fast forward, how did that work out to him? for him? 2018, his monthly distribution, if he likes to take it, looks like $40,000 a month, approximately, tax-free every single month. Gary has a better lifestyle in retirement than he did when he was working, right? Pretty amazing. That was all possible because of a couple things. Self-directed Roth, along with the ability to use other people's IRAs to act as the bank at the private money and fund those transactions for him, okay? Now, meet investor number two, AJ from Cleveland, Ohio. AJ, back in 2006, owned 350 rental properties, way ahead of Gary at that time, okay? Mm -hmm. All of them were bank financed. All loans, were performing. 2008, he ended up getting 10-day notice, okay? All the loans came due. And the reason why all the loans came due was because the bank had the ability to do that, right? And so that's what he did. So what ends up happening is, AJ did build a real estate empire and um, he ended up building it for someone else. Right. That's why you want to have a mix. The, the reason why the bank called those properties due or those notes due is because they could. Nobody called anything due on Gary because the notes were created by him and that just wasn't an option for the, the lenders. So, so again, with private money, you get all kinds of benefits. So one is that it's everywhere. We've talked about that. Second thing is that it's simple and easy. Yep. And what I mean by that is when you're using IRA money, you have somebody on your team, which I'll touch on in a second. And so it's, it's, it's simple and it's easy to, because all you have to do is refer someone off to the provider that you work with. And, and at Specialized, we give you a single point of contact. So you just work hand in hand with that person and your investor to get them set up and get the money moved over. So you're not actually doing any of the work when it comes to the retirement account, 
Okay, it, it, I, I always like to say private money is cheap. Now it depends what you compare it to, but but a lot of people are out there using hard money, or angel investors, or venture capital. Predatory lenders is what I call them. Predatory lenders, yeah, and they take so much of the deal, right? It, it you, you do all the work, and you get a very small part of the reward for all the effort and risk you're taking on, right? So by contrast, it's cheap. It's committed. The cool thing is, is that when somebody has a retirement account and they say, hey, yeah, I want to fund this deal, the moment they start the paperwork, you know they're in, yep. right? Because the, 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 everything is started and the money's going to come over and without you helping them invest that money, if that's what they're going to invest in, right? The money's just going to sit there in cash once that account is set up and the money comes over. So it's, a, it's, it's an early commitment that they're definitely in on the transaction. It's all on your terms, meaning, again, going back to Gary versus AJ. Gary didn't give investors the right to call notes due with 10 days notice. Right. So guess what? No note ever got called due. But so, so you can put in terms that protect you as well as protect your investors. All those things can be done. It can eliminate liability. And, and here's what I mean by liability is that, um, and I'm not going to get into a lot on this, but I'll just say this. When you work through an IRA provider and they're handling the transfer and the movement of money and all those kinds of things, you take on no liability for that. That yeah. all gets transferred to the financial institution you're working with. That's a big deal. Okay, yeah, that's that a, is a big deal. So, so you don't, so, so you don't want to take on any extra liability uh, that you don't have to. All right. Now you can self-direct all types of accounts: traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, health savings accounts, education savings accounts for the kids. Right, and anytime you use a Roth-based account, all the money you make and spend is 100% tax-free. No income tax. Boom. You know, no capital gains tax. No Social Security. Like no tax. Is the the Roth accounts and the Roth-based strategies that we offer are the only legal way that I know to go from forever taxed to never taxed. Amen okay? to that. So, you know. Again, I I just want to touch on this. One of the things that you want to do when you're choosing, this is our why. This this is our mission. This is why we started the company. And I'm not going to read it to you, but you can kind of see it here. The reality is this, is that we're we're very committed to our client's success. And we know that that financial security plays a significant role in in your life. And, And so that's why we founded the company. And we're big on service. We're big on making sure that you, as well as any investor you work with, is well taken care of. And that shows up um, in different ways. And that's why our why is important to you. Because what you know is, is that things get done correctly and they get done quickly, right? And I could show you example after example. And, and, but, but, you know, the evidence is out there. Work with someone that is reputable, that you share a similar philosophy with. Uh, because this is a long-term relationship for you, and it's about creating long-term wealth, right? Yeah. So you work with the right types of folks. So let me give you kind of the three steps to success. Okay, it's real simple. You when you whether this is you or someone you're working with, you decide that you want to self-direct, then you set up the account, you deposit money in the account via a transfer, rollover, or contribution, and then you direct that money into the investment that you want to invest in. Self-directing is not complicated. It's literally those three things. You decide to open an account, you deposit money in the account, and you direct your money into the investment that you choose. That's it. There's there's nothing <laughs> to it, right? So I I mean I could spend more time on that, but I don't even know how I'd even talk about it because yeah, it's exactly right. So so I'm going to wrap with this. Um, if if you're the investor and you're looking to raise private capital, 
you know, then we offer all kinds of resources, support, uh, single points of contact. If you're an investor yourself and you want to set up an account um, and, and invest in someone else's uh, investment or project or, or work alongside them, you can do that as well. Best way to get started is to go, if you want to use your retirement account, that is, go to specializediraservices.com and we have um, uh, an offer for a free consultation. And so you just put your information in or you can even call the 800 number on our website and get with one of our self-directed specialists. They'll take the time with you on the phone to understand exactly. That's specializediraservices.com. You got it. And, and, and they'll take the time with you one-on-one, right, to work with you, understand you, understand your goals, and, and, and help you figure out, you know, the best way to get started. Dude. So with that, Corey, man, I, I'm going to turn it kind of back to you. Yeah, hit, let's, uh, let's just go back to our screen here. And Edwin, so thanks a lot, dude, for, uh, hold on, let me get that, yes. There we go, back to me and you. Hey, yeah. dude, listen, I've, I've known you guys, I just wanna personally endorse Specialized IRA Services and Edwin, I've known Edwin for a very long time. Um, we've, uh, we've developed a really good relationship. His company is awesome. Uh, I do have uh, my, uh, my personal contact, uh, actually I have a couple, and they are amazing and they work really well and they really uh, the main thing is their help they help get my clients uh, accounts opened quickly and dude that's that's an important and they help drive that because that's a sometimes it's a paperwork nightmare with other uh, ira accounts uh, that are out there and so but they handle all that and that's that's beautiful for me because and it'll be beautiful for you too because you don't want to sit there and have to do the headache of pushing paper and so they do that for you. They get the accounts opened. They get them to fund. And then you, they help even with your client to direct them to invest with your stuff. They, they give them the forms and say, here it is. And then they communicate with me, the investor, right? So if I have a deal and I'm giving them and setting them up, they're helping guide that whole transaction. And that is priceless. Yeah, That's the value add that you guys do. That's it, because all, all, like, Corey, from your standpoint, and the reason why you like it so much, I know, because we talked about it, is that your expertise is in the apartment side of the house, right? Your yep. expertise is in making big cash flow. That's what yep. you want, and that's all you want to focus on. Yeah. And investor, that's all you want to do, right? You don't want to have to become an expert in all this other garbage. And, and so what you do is, is that you align yourself with the right experts, and then they take that piece of it for you, so you can continue just to focus on what you're good at and what excites you the most and what makes you the most money. This is an avenue to help you make money, but you don't want to spend any real time on it. And so you don't have to. That's, that's it. That's, that's it. Yeah. So there you guys have it. Like that's how you get it done. Specialized IRA services. Go to specializediraservices.com. It'll be in my show notes. Um, Edwin Kelly, thank you so much for coming on the show, brother. Corey, listen, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, listen, if you're out there wondering how to get it done, uh, the answer is real estate. And I believe if you will make the decision in your mind that today's the day that you're going to change, today's the day you're going to start moving forward towards real estate, your paradise is possible. <laughs>